And uh, I do believe we are back with uh, number six in the illustrious installment of the webinar. Uh, this time around, usually we have the, uh, the, the case and everything sitting here in front of us, um, but due to a uh, uh, memory error, um, we actually won't be making that one happen this time around. But it's okay, uh, brains sometimes brain and sometimes they don't brain, and uh, that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. So... Um, First of all, uh, yo, what's up? Welcome back. This time around, we will be taking a deep dive into the darker reaches of the human mind and 2D girlfriend <laughs> with Welcome to the NHK. <clears throat> Originally adapted from a 2002 novel, this anime from four years later, that's 2006 for those of you keeping track, follows the story of Tatsuhiro Sato, who is a hikikomori, or someone with extreme social withdrawal that is suddenly... Who is suddenly approached by a young lady who wants to help him overcome his problem? The uh, you know this makes me this the, sorry <clears throat> this takes many twists and turns and teaches oh sorry and touches on many social conventions and Japanese subcultures. Sorry, apparently I wrote this like I was on crack and methamphetamine at the same time. <laughs> it's hard to read. <clears throat> so anyway, there's so much more to say about this anime, but first. I'd like to welcome everybody watching us on YouTube and uh, anybody listening to us on Anchor. Um, we appreciate having you. And uh, from there, we're going to go ahead and go ahead and say, uh, hey, Zach, how hey. you doing? Good morning, Bill. Good morning. Uh, it's about 6.02. <laughs> I think it might, be, it might be morning on the other side of the planet, but we'll take it. So, And my cat also wants to apparently say hi to everybody. And uh, <clears throat> so now that we're all good to go. Why don't, uh, why don't we start off with the most important question here in this whole video, right? You ready? Oh, no. <laughs> Do you think this video is a conspiracy? Definitely, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, so it's 100. 100. 100. It's 100% a conspiracy. <laughs> well, I, everything is a conspiracy. Yeah. Really. <laughs> and apparently, yeah, if you, uh, if you listen to Tatsuhiro Sato and my cat, everything is a fucking conspiracy. Also, uh, you should get your advice from your appliances. That, that'll definitely help you. Or anything that talks to you. Yeah, any, any sort of in, what it's inanimate about. object at all. <laughs> so anyway, question number two. So who is the most fucked up person in this anime, and why is it Misaki? Oh, you know, I was going to think about it, but I guess you answered that already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, is there anybody else? Like, does anybody else touch her bullshit levels or her, her levels of, like, uh, mental gymnastics to justify her own existence? Well, I think it's like ex-girlfriend does ex-girlfriend slash lover slash high school friend or whatever however you want to describe their senpai. relationship ex-senpai ex or whatever senpai I think I think it's still senpai he still calls her senpai I think you're right <laughs> I think he does still call her senpai I, I think she might come close but yeah it's definitely Misaki I, and see and here's here's where I'm gonna here's where I'm gonna give Misaki the win okay so senpai eventually pulls her head out of her own ass even after she tries to make sato become her little suicide boyfriend bitch for like the day or whatever that, whatever what the fuck ever that was come kill yourself with me sato but like anyway like even after that she figures it out she gets her own bullshit together she she wraps up all of her own bullshit right she moves on she progresses as a character you know who doesn't misaki doesn't progress as a character she stays right in the same area her whole existence is tied to the fact that she's helping sato and it just it just feeds itself on this endless cycle of bullshit 
but she, she's she's the worst character. And why do you why, why do you feel that way? <laughs> because she, I mean, if she's stuck in her own bullshit the whole time, right? And mm-hmm. then, like it's this whole idea of her just like trying to find somebody worse than her just so she can feel a little bit better about herself. <laughs> right, so she won't be completely worthless because her her, right. her father made her feel bad. But whoops, I guess you needed to find somebody worse than Sato because it wasn't quite <laughs> good enough. Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, they try to do the, the okay, we'll talk about more of that later. So, <clears throat> number 3, how do you feel about this anime's handling of psychological disorders speaking of Misaki and Sato? Like like accuracy wise like i'm not really sure about the accuracy of it all but um like it seems like like everybody has their own thing like mm-hmm. their own quirk and it's all bad everybody has like some this really bad aspect of them that's very true so that makes it really hard to redeem them <laughs> in, a, in a lot of cases i would agree <laughs> i would agree in a lot of ways i think you're right about that the uh personally i would say that as somebody who studied psychoanalysis and other things like that it does a really good job of um portraying some of the more uh, darker sides of uh, the human mind. I don't think it's all 100% accurate because you know they're they're using the uh, the spectacle of it all and they're right. trying to make it a show. So they you know uh, uh, make things a little bit more you know extreme to yeah. sensationalize them, whereas they aren't always so crazy and as black and white as this. But I do feel like a lot of the uh, the, the subcultures were very interestingly psychologically profiled in this anime specifically specifically like hikikomori's and like the whole like we're all into hentai like (laughs) core of people i'm not sure exactly what that what that group of fine young gentlemen in japan and in america is called but boy howdy they are represented pretty well i i don't know about that I i wouldn't go so far as to say weebs but anyway so I think it did a really good job. I think they did a lot of um, good stuff with like making sure that what they were portraying was at least somewhat believable on some level. Like it wasn't all so far outside of the norm that it didn't make sense, except for a couple of things that we'll get to like here in a little bit. <clears throat> but segueing next to the next question, how do you feel about the way fan service was used in this anime? They use it in a very non-fan service way, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, especially with just they just have like just hentai posters just plastered fucking everywhere, and it's not for just the enjoyment of that fan service. It's like there to serve a purpose for like the plot versus like just being like, oh, hey, look at my screen. Right, and I think I think you're right about that. I think they do a fantastic job of making of making all of the fan service the fan service in this anime function very well, even from the standpoint that. Like, okay, they make, they are, like, every single time it happens, it's like they use it to make fun of the characters, right? It's like when Sato, when Sato gets that, um, that hard disc from Yamazaki with all of the <laughs> actual naked girls on it for the first time, and he sits there and he jerks off on his computer for, like, the next, like, week solid. Like, yeah, and he just doesn't come out of his room. Like, that's hilarious. Like, I love that they use that fan service for that. And, like, Yamazaki's, oh, my God, unholy... Uh, um, abomination of a of a hovel that he lives in i cannot even begin to imagine but you know hey if you're into into the 2d girl like hentai stuff you know more power to you i just could not imagine imagine being surrounded by all of that all the time we should go back through and look at them and see them like just get a rough estimate of how much like we think everything in our room would cost somebody oh my god and he's only like 20 21 right so like yeah 
Like, where did he get all this money? Well, he's got he's got the rich parents. Like, he's got the rich the rich parents. Maybe they've been they buying give, him hentai games. They don't give him money. Like, Maybe they did in the past. It's uh, never really explained what happened <laughs> before he got there. So I'm willing to at least think that that Sat or that Yamazaki got all this shit from collecting for years, and just happened to have all these posters with these gigantic titted anime <laughs> bitches and their octopus boyfriends. <laughs> but anyway. Moving on, <laughs> number five. Did you know that NHK also stands for Nippon Hoso Kyokai, which is essentially Japan's version of PBS? Yeah, I did know it was like related to some kind of channel over there, and like that's where they got that from. Mm-hmm. Except they just keep slapping different words on it. <laughs> Here's the thing: it's 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 this conspiracy. So this consp- they don't really do a. I wouldn't say they do a good job of overtly explaining how all of this shit works out and how it's supposed to work out and what they're trying to drive at with the whole NHK thing. They just kind of like, ooh, the NHK, ooh, in the anime, you know what I mean? But then in the book, they talk more about how Sato has this fucking like giant conspiracy contrived in his mind where the NHK, the broadcasting company, is literally responsible for creating whatever Hikikomori and whatever. I forget what the the other two letters mean in, in the acronym. But that's the whole point, is that they are creating more N's, H's, and K's and keeping more Hikikomori's like, locked away like himself. And really, the point is, though, is he's just blaming other people for his problems <laughs> like he always has oh, done. Is that a big secret? Not really. It's not really a big secret, but... I mean, anybody who's watched the anime and really analyzes Sato knows that he just self-sabotages and lies when he doesn't have to and completely destroys any chance of happiness that he might have. And, you know, you got to feel bad for the guy on some level, but damn, dude. (laughs) Anyway. Not really. (laughs) Yeah. So, anyway, six. Who's the best character and why is it Pudu Pudu Pududin? Uh, it's the only one that doesn't have much of a disorder. <laughs> it's the only likable character. Yeah, I know, in the whole dude. Show. No, she's great, dude. And like, I never. Uh, okay, so all told, when I first started watching this anime, I did not know what the fuck I was in for. And the first time I saw Pudu Pudu Pududin, which is her name, you have to say all three of those things. Oh, I can't even flip my R's to say it like that. Yep, and so, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Sometimes you gotta roll the R's. But anyway, uh,. She is like, I, when I first started watching this anime, I was like, God damn it. I want to puke every time I see this <laughs> magical cat girl with the giant stupid bell riding a fucking like giant vacuum cleaner like it's a giant penis. Like, come the fuck on. Like, I know what that what that pose means. Girls don't just like do do this shit for nothing. Like, that's that's a fucking a pose. And I'm, I'm so happy I hit that pose on the stream for everybody to see. But anyway... Like, I, I I hated that character. I was like, God damn it, here we go. But then, like, ever so steadily, as it as it went along, I grew more and more and more to love that character. Just because, like, not only does she become like, uh, like another uh, appliance for him to talk to, right at the end of the day, but like she is also like this constant, this constant like. Um, like underpinning of reality that's always there she's always like this like uh this uh, this sort of like a lighthouse for him to go back to to like center himself back to the world like because yamazaki's always playing that fucking song (laughs) and fucking like he always comes back to that point like oh god like like the waking up you know what i mean it's like uh it's like inception where they always end up back at that same point and like (laughs) him him waking up at that exact same point like his groundhog's day is waking up to Yamazaki blasting poo 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 That song over and over again. 
And so, like, I think they use her in such a funny way. And I don't know if you knew this or not, but they, um, it, back when the NHK, like, first aired on TV, right, they, Pudu 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 Dean had her own website, and they had, like, no. l- yep, <laughs> they had legitimate <laughs> fucking times of when Pudu 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 Dean, uh, magic, magical girl Pudu 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 Dean was going to air. And every, every time it was on those stations or whatever, it was just welcome to the NHK. <laughs> But like they, they they were hardcore trolling to try to make you oh, think man, that's awesome. that it was like yeah like something to do with reality. So <laughs> oh, they did. So I can imagine like a commercial being right. like, oh watch this magical girl. Right, anime. and they're and motherfucker, <laughs> wow. motherfuckers are probably looking for it. Like what the fuck? I want to see this girl riding a sleeper <laughs> with a fucking cat bell. What the fuck? I want this. So like that's that was real for a oh, minute. You get that in so much they more. tried. <laughs> they tried their damnedest to make this like a like an alternate reality kind of thing, like an ARG where. Where they made it seem like it was bound in reality with the NHK and Pudu 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 being a real thing, a real thing. <laughs> so, not only is she the best character, but she's the deepest character. She's the character that I think they put the most time into. <laughs> and I am officially here to say I love Pudu 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 <laughs> and would fuck around with a six foot tall version of Pudu 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 even though I would be kind of confused with how to deal with the whole bell. Right. Is it is, if it's an appliance? What is it? What is its purpose? I mean, I'm sure it just vibrates, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's all there is to it. But anyway, <laughs> moving on, moving on to question fucking seven. Do you feel bad for any of the characters in this anime? Any of them at all? Uh, I feel kind of bad for the uh, the girl got sucked in a pyramid scheme. Oh, you mean? Uh, oh God, yeah. What's yeah. her name? The girl I that he went. It. The girl that he went to high school with. I forget. She has some crazy name. The girl that he told that she was full of shit and turned her on really bad, and then she was in love with him forever after that. She's like, wait a minute. I am full of shit. Nobody's ever told me that before. I love you. Why do I feel this way? Yeah, that's about. I think that's the only character I've really felt that bad for in the whole anime. Right. Other than not, not really. I'm just like, wow, look at these horrible human beings. Right. I mean, <laughs> everybody else is just so fucking unlikable. And I mean, like, I mean, I guess unlikable is the wrong word. More like um, irredeemable, I guess, is a better word because like they just don't. They you wanna you wanna like them. You wanna fucking root for them. You want them to overcome the thing. But you, they they all just self-sabotage, and they all just do, like, the worst possible fucking thing. Like, okay, let's pick this apart character by character, right? So let's talk about Yamazaki, right? So Yamazaki, intense as fuck, you know, trying to do whatever, trying to make it as a video gamer. He, he, he has got all the motivation in the world, got all the fucking talent to do whatever he wants, because, look, he did that whole game except for writing the thing. But he doesn't know how to read people, right? And that's his big deal is he can't he can't understand that like Sato's not the person you should be working with, dude. Like Sato is <laughs> yeah. not gonna produce oh. anything for you, man. Like read oh, this yeah, thing. Yeah. It took him months, how many months to get just that game figured out? And even Sato was like, It's a piece of shit. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, because you fucking like half ass tried <laughs> and then Yamazaki had to live with you. To get you to do it the right way. Well, I think this goes back to, like, back in middle school when he, like, half-assed mm-hmm. saved him that one mm-hmm. time. And, like, I think he just feels forever indebted to him for it. Maybe, so, like, maybe you're right. he just doesn't forget that. Out of some fucked like, up sense of honor. dude right there. Right. <laughs> yeah. Out of some, yeah, like, sense of honor. I mean, may, maybe maybe you're right. Yamazaki is intense enough, and I could see him feeling like that. But, <clears throat> but okay. Let's even chalk that up. What about, let's talk about with him and Nanako, right? 
Him and that girl with the lift and shit. <laughs> yeah. The cute, the cute anime actor with the lift. Yeah, that's supposed to be a voice actor. Fucking Sylvester, <laughs> Sylvester the cat and shit out here in this bitch. I'm not not gonna make a pussy joke, even though I'm thinking about it. But anyway, <laughs> the funny thing, uh, so and like I really for so he he acts like so Yamazaki acts like all women are bad and that like. What is it? A whores be gone. Yeah. The filthy whores be gone or whatever. It's a chance. It's or whatever. It's, yeah, it's a ritual. Apparently it's a lifestyle with these guys. <laughs> yeah. And like, look, like I can empathize a lot with Yamazaki because when I was younger, I used to be a lot like that where like, you know, I just did not really understand like, like how to, how to socialize with the opposite sex and how to deal with them, how to read them, how to look into what they're talking about. And that takes time and you just got to talk to more women and, I feel like Yamazaki just has so little experience that he fucks himself over because that Nanako girl was totally like, I don't even care that you're a giant otaku <laughs> pervert. I think it's sexy as fuck that you're into all this shit and you're that driven. And he's like, oh, you want me to put you in a fucking <laughs> yeah. tentacle porno, baby? had to stop talking you after that. <laughs> I mean, like, all he had to do was kiss the girl. I mean, she's literally sitting there turned on by all of your stupid fucking giant porno shit. Like, I mean, come on, that is like a gift from God. <laughs> and and just like on some real player shit, like anytime a layup comes your way, motherfucker, you gotta make that layup. You gotta make that layup. <laughs> and instead, he's just like, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna block my own shot and get like ridiculously perverted on this girl, like without even trying to touch her. Like, okay, so here is so for anybody else like Yamazaki, y'all want some like top tier advice right here? Here you go, right? <laughs> so if you ever get a girl over to your house. And she's sitting in your fucking house, and she's looking at all of your porno, all of your gal games and stuff, <laughs> and she doesn't freak out on you and doesn't immediately call you a pervert and try to leave your house, that girl's into you. You ain't got to do a whole lot more to make that happen. But eventually, what will happen is that, you know, you'll find that those types of people will stay with you no matter what. The girls that are down for it or the girls that are down with it, take the layups, the Yamazakis of the world. And understand that if it doesn't work out, there's way more women out there. So don't get hung up on it like Yamazaki did. <laughs> God damn. Okay, so, I, and again, I felt for Yamazaki. I wanted to see him do bad. I wanted to see him do good. But God damn it, dude. I mean, he shot himself in the foot time and time again. <laughs> I, I, I kind of get the impression that he did it, like, super on purpose the last time, though, because he knew mm -hmm. he was going to move. So, like, he had every intention of making sure that would blow up. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, That's still. That's the impression I got from it. Either way, even if we do take that as what it was, that's still self-sabotage <laughs> like a motherfucker. For yeah. no reason. That girl would have been down for it. He's like, yeah. What do you think that girl is going to say if he's like, yeah, baby, check this shit out. I got a ranch that my <laughs> family owns, and I'm going to be set for the rest of my life. You trying to get up on this? That's fucking... Psh. That means he comes from money. That means he's got a long-term fucking, like, backup plan, even if his shit goes down. You know, you, games don't work. The girl already likes how driven he was. So, like, dude, there was nothing but success sitting in front of Yamazaki, and all he had to do was basically just not talk anymore about <laughs> the fucking porno games. But it's okay. It happens. So let's, let's move on to... I forget what her name is. Uh, yeah, oh a lot of names are hard to remember. I know, for this one especially, because they're all so regular, like, as far as, like, Japanese names go. Oh my god. Which girl? Uh, senpai. I forget what her name is. Megumi? No, it's, that's not it. Senpai. It's Hitomi. It's yeah, Hitomi. I just remember Senpai because he always refers to her as Senpai. Right, so it's like that. I, I know, and I remember it's the, her, <laughs> her name ended with the me, the M I, the me sound, but yeah, Hitomi. So this girl literally is like trapped, trapped 
in this relationship with this guy who is like apparently by all accounts literally on every account is fucking fantastic to her supports her does all this great awesome shit for her does all of the stuff that every woman thinks and wants to dream about you know what i mean does all of that and this bitch is literally on the internet talking about hey i want to come kill myself with all of you guys because my boyfriend beats me p.s <laughs> nobody actually fucking beats her yeah he's never there to beat her he never he fucking her well no but the thing is it's like and in the imagination it shows sato because it shows us like this imagination in her head of sato being like a giant douchebag to her and then and then she takes him to this fucking off party which you think is this nice little offline meetup party, but they're really all just going to kill kill themselves. And she shows up, and like all the guys are like, as soon as he shows up, she's like, is this the guy? And she's like, yep, this is the guy. Yeah, and they're all looking at him like, we're going to murder this motherfucker. And he's just like, huh, whatever, and Sato's none the wiser. And they just don't give a shit. Yeah, I, I still like don't hundred percent know like exactly if that's who she was hundred percent referring to or not, but like I think it is. And so here's the thing: I'm pretty sure she so. So here's here's my read on this situation. Again, as somebody with just a little bit of behavioral psychology training, uh, from my perspective, that girl is bored to death. She wanted that guy to ask her to marry him, which is you know, which it comes out a little later on that oh, I've been waiting for you to ask me to marry you forever or whatever the fuck she says after he saves her from fucking dying, which top tier time to fucking uh, propose to your woman ladies and gentlemen <laughs> make sure she's about to kill herself and then be like no 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 I love you let's get married and she's like oh my god my life is so much better now the power of love uh, apparently Huey Lewis wrote songs about it but like and it just so so she does all of this for it's a cry for attention okay so she is so like trapped in her own mind in this relationship that she has all this autonomy and she can do whatever She's financially secure. The guy treats her right. She has all of this good shit going for her, right? Not happy with it. Has to jostle the fucking cage. Has to be like, no, yeah. no. He has to marry me. I need him to be marrying me, and he's not asking me to marry him, so I'm just going to whine about it on the internet and say that he beats me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and again, and again, why not? Why not? Okay, this girl is hot as fuck. Like, by all accounts, like, she is super sexy. Why not just be like, hey, have you ever thought about getting married? Or have we thought about taking this to the next step? That's so much easier than fucking trying to kill yourself with a bunch of people on the internet. <laughs> and doing a bunch of prescription medicine. You see what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, like, once again, I want to feel bad for these people, but they are fucking stupid. This cat this cat is, is, is crazy about wanting to be on my lap all the time. I love her so much. She's so cute. But goodness gracious. Yeah, you're so cute. Anyway, it just it just blows the mind. So then now, so we move from Yamazaki to to Hitomi while my cat tries to fuck with me, <laughs> and then well then we'll, then let's come to Misaki, okay? So Misaki, she has this, you know, terrible childhood. Her 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 aunt takes care of her and shit because her parents were fucking terrible to her, and she needs to. She needs to have somebody else beneath her that she can fucking help. And fucking make make better to make herself feel better. Yeah, I don't think she's in a position to help anybody. <laughs> well, okay, and like I'm just gonna say this right now, like the path to self improvement is not fucking found by devaluing other people and by bringing other people down to lift yourself up. You gotta look inside of yourself, kitty, 
and then figure what's that, figure out what makes you you, figure out what you're good at, and then be confident at those things. And then you won't have to worry about anybody else's opinion of you. You won't have to devalue somebody else to raise yourself up. And I feel like we're getting on some really hard self-help <laughs> shit this episode, but it just fucking, this fucking, ep- this the, the, fucking anime just frustrates crazy. the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, these like characters, these fucking characters, but you don't, but like, that's the path to ruin. Okay, so here's what's going to happen, right? So let's say Sato fucking completely indulges her, right? Here's what's going to happen. She's going to be all like, yay, I get to tell this motherfucker he's an idiot basically every day and teach him how he's wrong and, and make him feel better. What happens when he actually gets better? Whoops. What happens then? Blow. What happens then? <laughs> then where does your stupid self-esteem come from? You can't devalue him because you made him better. Yeah, and, and I like how she literally like explains that. That's how she explains it too. Like, oh, right. just make them lower than you. Right? It's yeah, all no. Good. It, 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 dude, I swear to God, I've never red flag. <laughs> never, never, ever wanted to write SMH in the fucking chat in my life more <laughs> than when I read when I saw that. And again, this is not a bad anime by any means. It's just fucking these characters are fucking frustrating. And let's end. Let's end this. Do you feel sorry for these people? Party with Sato, the main character, right? So. I don't think I've ever in all of my life seen an anime character that lies unnecessarily more than this fucking person. He fucking just, that's just, that's his default mode of communication is to just lie to people because he thinks that they're going to be mad at him. And they even show that long, that thing from the way, from the way long ago when he was a kid. When he, he, his mom was like, Sato, did you do this shit? And he's like, no, I didn't. And his mom fucking lied for him and shit. And that was the beginning. Created a motherfucking little badass, snot-nosed, shit-ass monster that will never fucking leave his house and will never take fucking responsibility or culpability for anything, which is why, which will lead to another question. But again, you can't, you, you want to feel sorry for him. You want to fucking see him do better. You want to see him get better. And the anime takes that shit away from you. The anime doesn't even let you fucking see him get better. You know what I mean? Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. He just it never goes anywhere. So like. Until he gets a job. I mean, ooh, <laughs> a fucking job, and he hates yeah, it. He, he fucking it. hates his life. <laughs> so again, like he doesn't do what he actually should do. Which again, if you're really paying attention, Sato and Hitomi should have got married and had all the childrens in high school, and that never he never should have ever fallen yeah. into this shit. Yeah, that could have been like a long term deal. I mean, they all he had to say. I mean, right? I mean, and she basically fucked him. Like, she was like, look. She was like, hey, you socially awkward fucking idiot who's, oh, I've been, who I've been throwing this pussy at for the last eight months. Let's have sex right here since nobody's coming up here and you're too much of a pussy to ask me for it. And, I mean, he was just like, duh, vagina. And, like, you know, done. Money in the bank. And then he's, and then that's his senpai forever. She's mastered him. And P.S., guys. Don't ever fucking, like, okay, you can definitely let the woman know that that was good and shit, but, man, don't ever be like, yeah, oh, you're my master now. Thanks for having sex with me. Oh, you did me such a great favor. That is so unattractive. <laughs> like, oh, my God. But anyway, and this is why this, I mean, again, this is why you can't really help but not feel bad for Sato because he just fucking doesn't give a shit. He doesn't, he just wants to lie, wants to be stupid about it, and just wants to continue on with things that don't fucking matter. Like, like sitting and spinning his wheels and not cleaning his fucking apartment. And meanwhile, having, like, girls basically just throwing themselves at him, like, constantly, <laughs> but not being able to reconcile any of it while being, like, the biggest pervert in the world and jerking off to things on his computer when he has plenty of good pussy around him and he doesn't need to do that. So, again, 
I want to feel bad for every character in this anime. Yeah, you gotta think to the girlfriends, though. I mean, I mean, whatever. <laughs> At least Yamazaki got a body pillow out of it, <laughs> yeah. or a body double thing. Well, I'm not sure exactly what that. They, they never was. go into detail about it. All no. I just remember is when he gave it to him, he was like, "Oh, make sure you uh, take good care of it," right. and like all this shit. And I was yeah, like, like mm. "Clean that shit off." <laughs> like, man. what did you do with that? Yeah, clean that like, motherfucker that. right now. Yeah, <laughs> bleach it with fire really fast. <laughs> But anyway, it just you know, and again, I think I think it's it's hard to feel sorry for these characters. It's hard to it's hard to actually like watch them do what they do and interact with everybody and really immerse yourself into the, their way of thinking. And I mean, I guess I've been there before in my own life, where like I've been fucking up and doing a lot of dumb shit, and I had to have somebody come across and really like hit me with the facts to get my head out of my ass about it. But still, dude, like. <laughs> This anime is so frustrating to watch, if only because of the characters. But anyway, moving on. Number eight. Do you, did you find it odd that almost all of the side characters progressed as people and had more depth than the main character? I don't know. I didn't think it was odd. I thought it was funny. Like, I thought it was funny. At, at the end of the day, like everybody like has a happy ending except for the main characters. <laughs> like, yeah. What kind of anime does that? Like, I, I don't think one. I've ever seen something where, like, everybody wins except for, like, literally what the story is about. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I mean, it reminds me a lot of, like, uh, like some, some JRPGs. Like, there's one of the, one of the mainline Final Fantasy games uh, ends with the main villain actually winning, but the way that they portray it, you're not, you're kind of left in the dark because it's sort of like a, like a time yeah. loop anyway, and I actually, don't I, really show it. I actually just remember there was like one other anime that I can remember off the top of my head where it's like the main character just does not win, but I'm not going to do spoilers, so I can't tell you what it is. Yeah, I, I know <laughs> which one it is. It's it's a pretty popular like newer anime too. But uh, yeah, there's there, that. So that happens every now and then. But like this is less like the villain winning and more of the main characters just not doing anything and being inept <laughs> and fucking not progressing at all. It's all has a job. And- they didn't kill themselves. I mean, what? So what? They tried. They <laughs> sure so as fuck progress. tried. That's about all you get. Everybody Stupid else lives happy idiots. lives. They're still stuck in the same cycle, except he actually works now because his parents won't give him money anymore. So. So, yeah, so again, he just had to become financially responsible. Good for fucking Sato. Everybody else is over here like, I have a kid. I'm married now, and we're all happy, and everything's good. And Yamazaki's like, yo, I'm big pimping on this ranch out here, cunt. <laughs> I mean, and like, and nobody, and, so, and Sato's like, yeah, I'm still Hikikomori, and Saki still talks to me at the park every eight, every night at eight. Well now, well, now he tutors her, though, because it turns out he's smarter than her, because she dropped out of fucking high school Yeah, well, he was time. he was always smarter than her fucking anyway. Like, I mean, there's nobody that was dumber than her, like, to be quite frank, in a lot of ways. Yeah, I really like how they just held, like, they just hold on to, like, the whole anime, like, the fact she's, like, a high school dropout. I know, right, and, like, they, yeah, they hold back on like all of her bullshit until like just at the very end but i think i think it's very strange like this this anime i'm i'm not even sure if i would consider this anime to actually have a main character i mean like so sato sato is like just kind of like a de facto main character like a happenstance main character you know what i mean like he's not like he's not like the show you know what i mean he's not like a domo kashu where he's obviously the main fucking character and they obviously spend the majority of the time with him or he's not like a fucking... He's not like a Kyosuke uh, from fucking The Soul Taker who's even the main character and they spend the vast majority of time on him even though it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, like, you see what I mean? Like, they spend they spend a lot of time and it's all from Sato's, like, perspective, but, like, they the, the, the all the side characters get all the depth 
All the side characters get all the progression. <laughs> all the side characters get all of the backstory. You know what I mean? Like, they get all of the yeah, stuff. you really don't even get Sato's backstory no, at all. not really. <laughs> I, I mean, like, you get, yeah, you get the, the one childhood memory of him with lying and his mom protecting him. And then you get, like, maybe just a little bit of bullshit about his mom telling them about, oh, yeah. your dad's not working anymore. Yeah, and then you so, get the, the uh, senpai thing from high school, then the Yamazaki right. incident, and, like, that's really right. it. That's it, yeah. <laughs> and those are really to progress those characters. Right, and, and they had everything to do with just those, <laughs> those characters' backstories. So it's like, again, he's just, like, the main character by default. And it just, I don't know, like, from I've never seen anything quite like that, so it just doesn't doesn't make any sense it's very strange i've never seen any care any anime where it was like yeah side side characters are better and more important man like <laughs> and more successful apparently. yeah i mean it, indeed at least much more fucking like you know responsible human beings <laughs> but anyway moving on um number nine who is the creepiest character in this anime Masaki. Masaki. <laughs> so you sh- are you sure it's not that fucking uh, that giant fat weird looking otaku guy that like Hits on all the girls at that fucking uh, that that uh, that school that Yamazaki and all of them go to. And they show him for like five fucking seconds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, we got vaguely remember that. <laughs> they show him but, for like uh, five seconds. The no, only I'm reason. I'm gonna stick with it because I didn't have to think about anybody else to consider this one. So fair enough. I, I'm sticking with Masaki. That's fucking <laughs> creepy. Well, the only reason that I say Especially the other guy. Especially when she explains like her whole his whole backstory yeah. to him, and he's like, huh. <laughs> yeah, her whole stalkerish vibe Stalker. and her, her whole like, yeah, hey, by the way, I know everything there is to know about you, even though uh, you don't even know who like, I am. You're super creepy. Go away. Yeah, dude. That's, like, what I, that's how I reacted. Like, you need to stop stalking me. Right. Please <laughs> leave me alone. Okay, bye. Like, just go. Please, like. Uh. But again, those are layups, man. Like, or at least ask why you know all this shit about me. Right. Just why a simple why would have solved a lot of problems in this anime. Exactly. How? Well, I mean, like, you <laughs> so know. how why. Uh, yeah, there's other things that could have solved this, a lot of this and I think you're right I think that by far Misaki is the creepiest character like just when somebody like when somebody you don't know shows up and they just know all of this shit about you and they're like oh hey by the way oh you're Hikikomori I know you're mentally fucked up in the head I'm here to help you like you gotta immediately just be suspicious as fuck about that human being on any he level was suspicious at first kind of <laughs> But he didn't really give a fuck. I mean, honestly, he didn't really ask her anything of substance. It wasn't like he was like, who are you and why do you care about me? No, he was just always like, okay. who are you? Okay, well, I guess you want to help me, sure. <laughs> and then, like, and it just turned into this deep, dysfunctional love story. Yeah, and, and, and every time he's like, shoot, I forgot to ask her, like, why she even knows me Right. Again. And she brings it up. And she brings it up in her own thoughts how many fucking times about... He doesn't even know who I am. <laughs> and shit. Like, and it's like this evil foreboding bullshit. And it just, it, dude, it kills me. I just can't even believe that, like, that she, that, 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 that she is such a creepy little girl like this. And it just goes on. I mean, she's definitely on the level of Runa, I think. Or Ruka. I forget exactly what her name was from the Soul Taker. It's, I think it's Runa. I think, you're, I think it is Runa. Yeah. She's on those levels of creepy factor, and without being an alien, that's pretty fucking impressive. <laughs> Are you sure she's not an alien? I mean, maybe she fucking is. Maybe she isn't. I really don't know. I mean, they don't really expressly say she's an alien or not. So, I mean, therefore, maybe. Aliens. So, moving on, moving on to another interesting question: How many hentai games do you think Yamazaki has? Two hundred. 
that's I think you're way off. You're way underneath. Like, oh, dude, both to, walls. You have to consider that, like, not all of those are going to be Rogues. I think he's going to at least have some games that aren't Rogues. Like, I, I, I just cannot sit here and believe that every single fucking game in that room is a porn game. I mean, really, though, Like, dude? some of those like, could just be regular visual novels of the non-porn variety. <laughs> I have a hard time believing that. A hard time uh, believing I have a hard that. time believing the other way. <laughs> But I I, I, let's say like each of those like each lo- like one level of that big shelf is probably about like fifty to hundred games. I like I want to say at least two of them shelves are probably entirely porn, and you got a couple of shelves of figurines, and then like I'm just like I'm really holding out hope that that other shelf is not all porn games too. So listen, like <laughs> every a person that fucking starts their day and literally fills their entire day with nothing but the Pudu 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 Dean song, <laughs> that person. Only has fucking porno games. Like, I would say that... She probably has a Poo-Poo-Boo-Boo game that's not a porno game. I doubt it, man. It's probably all porno games. And it's probably all fucking Poo-Doo-Dean <laughs> and not naked. Like, at the end of it. But, like, naked at the same time. Either way, dude. Like, I think Mizaki has thousands. I'm, I'm going to say thousands. thousands? No. Yeah. I'm I don't gonna... even think thousands of those games existed in that year. <laughs> this is back in 2007. I mean, I'm just gonna. Mm, nope. I don't think. I don't think you're right. Maybe dude. now. Maybe now there's that many. No, no. I think there were that. There were that many back then. I mean, look at well, how well, fucking. If, if anybody out there is like has some like accurate numbers, I'd definitely like to yeah, know. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. Let us know in the comments, like what the what the level of uh, erotic <laughs> visual novel saturation was at the year 2007. <laughs> Please give us the specific data points. We would love to know. Anyway. <laughs> like I said, I think he has a lot. I mean, I would make thousands. I think maybe like at least seven hundred, six hundred, maybe uh, on the very I conservative think side. This would be like the extreme side for me, but I could see it being like six hundred. And see, I would guarantee, so like, because he's got walls. And I mean, I've got a, I've got a almost two hundred games on this whole thing right here, and that ain't shit compared to like the fucking yeah. shelves that he had in his. You room. also have to think that the PC games are. Like this. This was back when PC games were Maybe. like hard copy. And I don't like know, they dude. They came in those thicker boxes. They didn't look like the the boxes didn't look that thick in his room. They looked more like those, more like those kind of games. I didn't, I didn't think that at all. But anyway, fair enough. I'll agree, disagree. But anyway, moving on. Uh, Eleven. Do you think that Sato and Yamazaki's game could have been good if they actually put in effort, or I'm sorry, if Sato actually put in effort? Yeah, if Sato like put a little more effort into his script writing, they'd probably have more than one girl you could like fuck around with in that game first of all and not, instead of it just being about like one singular girl <laughs> from heaven <laughs> so that would I think that's a big thing and then like towards the end and I remember like they were trying to get like the character main character right like his dialogue right and then eventually Yamasaki was like you know what fuck it maybe his like that whatever who cares <laughs> it gets the last day anyways <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, if they put some more time into it, like I think their their character development, little, their character development, their character development, a little bit been a little bit better. Yeah, but I mean, I gotta think that like Sato, yeah, like, I think Sato does have a little creative juice in him. I think Sato doing what he did was the right thing to do, like in the making the character. So Yamazaki, for whatever reason, thinks that the main character needs to be more like the people playing the game, and that's not what. A lot of people play games for you play a game to be the badass when you're not the badass in real life so sato making the guy confident as fuck and having him do all these crazy things that other dudes <laughs> wouldn't be able to do was actually perfect and genius for that because that's exactly what you want in a video game it's a fucking it's a it's not reality so why not take it as far as you can 
So anyway, like it just, I think that they definitely, they could have done so much better if Sato didn't just jerk off and lay around in his <laughs> fucking room for or play World of Warcraft, six months or join a pyramid scheme or go to a suicide party or any of that shit. Or <laughs> fucking, to stay. You know what? It would have benefited him if he was like a true Hikikomori and just stayed the fuck home. He's not, <laughs> but he's not really a true Hikikomori. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, moving moving on uh, to number question number twelve. How did you feel about the way Sato's psychosis was portrayed? Uh, it was interesting. I, I read something that the books like go more into detail about all of that, which I have not been able to get my hands on a book yet because of scalpers who like yep. to scalp their books and like make me wait forever to try to get a new copy of it. But that's another story. Yeah. Uh, but, but like, anyway, back yeah. to the topic at hand. <laughs> How did you feel about the way Sato's psychosis was portrayed? Um, like with the refrigerator appliances, yeah, it was really cool. I mean, like how stuff of, like talked to him. There's a lot of shit. There's yeah, more than and just like, that. like yeah, he would just like fucking just like snap, like just randomly. He would always snap at like the worst possible times, and then like it would just take over. And then like, especially like when he's in public or like around people, like that would happen. And then he doesn't have his appliances to talk to, so he just freaks out. <laughs> right. Well, and I mean, like, okay, so that's that's one exa- one such example. I think some of the more artistic and interesting things that happened were when he would fall into those, like, uh, dreamlike coma states where he would just kind of start to... Sometimes he would talk to the appliances when that happened, but other times, like, I can't remember exactly which episode it was, but there was that one time where he went to a completely whole-ass different place, and it was just like a like a Twin Peaks scenario. And it just, I don't know, the way that they make everything, I, the way that they make everything fit together with, like, his psychosis, the little NHK monsters, uh-huh. being everywhere, and all that other stuff is just awesome. Although, I gotta say, every time I saw the appliances talking to him, I thought I was watching, like, the most fucked up, like, version of the Brave Little Toaster I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so, like, I like the air conditioner the most. Yep, once again, and that's that's like the thing that makes you think of the Brave Little Toaster because the air conditioner, and that's fucking creepy and scary too. So, like, it just it's just crazy, and I think they did a great job of just making it all work together and make it seem... Because, I mean, the whole time you wonder what the fuck these little NHK things are that you see in the title sequence and the ending sequence, and it just, you don't really get the first shot at them until he goes into crazy town. And it just, it happens, like, so many times. There's so many different, like, moments where they're just kind of in the background and then you figure out later, oh, shit, you know, here's this thing. Oh, damn, look, he was actually in psychosis that time. If you watch the anime the second time, there's a lot of stuff that, that you see that you didn't notice the first time. Yeah, like, a lot of, there's a lot of, like, foreshadowing in it, too. Yeah. They just, like, this plaster everywhere. You yep. just, like, don't notice it at yep. first, and you're like, oh, shit. Yep, and it's all usually in that, like, Bullshit, but th- I mean, like the whole like Pududine, Pudu Pudu Pududine becoming like a <laughs> one of the appliances that talks to him at the end is pretty funny. Like, and I mean, like what she has oh, really? to, yeah, she has to end every fucking sentence with that Pudine, Pududine. <laughs> yeah, she's a disgustingly cute. She makes you want to barf all over everything. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So they they did a good job, I think, and it's very uh, it, it lends itself to this this anime's art style, which is very. Um, very much like a mixture of a lot of things. They'll go really highly detailed sometimes and then go really low detail other times. And it just, you know, it's just really well done. And they, the way that they portray the psychosis is fun. And so, segueing to question number 13 here. Have you ever seen another anime like this one? No, there's, I have not ever seen anything like this, period. 
that's it. Like, this anime just stands in its own, like, realm of anime. I think you're right. Its own genre, its own thing. I, I don't even know. I mean, it's definitely black <laughs> comedy, psychological drama. So it's definitely, it definitely fits in with genres and stuff, but yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't do anything that any of those other dramas do ever. <laughs> like, like just basically fuck over their main characters the whole time. I mean, but it's like it's like an anime, but it's not an anime. I don't even know. Like the plot is nothing traditional, like you would find in any other anime. It doesn't do any of the stuff that other anime does. Again, we we've, we're talking about you know animes we've seen where the main character doesn't win or where the bad guy wins or whatever. And even in those animes, there's like there's like some semblance of like. I don't know, like an actual, like long, like long and drawn out story. Here, the story is basically just, oh, this guy's crazy. This girl thinks she can save him, and all of the, and all of their friends are fucked up. Yay! And I mean, like, it doesn't, it doesn't. I don't even know if there's really a story here, or if like, we're just, if it's just a deconstruction piece on mental psychosis and Japanese subcultures, like. Yeah, I think it's more of that, but there is kind of a story. There is a story kinda, with your side character. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, like, the story is that she finds him and tries to make him better, and then all we then find out after that is just reasons why the story is what it is. <laughs> it never really progresses. So, you know what, you see what I'm saying? Like, is there really a story here? Like, I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah, no, Tell us it, in the comments if you think there's a story in this anime because I sure don't. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of deconstruction going on there. Yeah, I think it's it's really just a big giant red pill for people that <laughs> over there that don't realize like how ridiculous they look and how how quickly they can fuck up fuck things up in their own lives while they just sit and spin their own wheels of bullshit constantly. But you know, hey, and again, I think a lot of the people in this anime get what they deserve at the end of the day. Although I really think uh, Hitomi really had a lot more coming and really kind of got off the hook scot-free <laughs> yeah, for a lot of the shit she did. She she's was like, just like, oh, We're all happy and, now. yeah, and she's just like, oh, hey, I remember you. You're the guy that I took out to that fucking party with me that I was going to kill myself at. You're the guy that I had sex with just because you were a weak little boy and I was tired of all the fucking jocks, like, treating me like shit and fucking me and leaving. <laughs> so remember me oh yeah you're still in love with me oh yeah by the way we're married and I have a kid now okay bye forever yeah bye forever <laughs> I'll send you a postcard <laughs> like I mean god damn dude like ugh. like the whole time I watched this anime I felt like just uncomfortable and like I shouldn't be watching what I'm watching I felt like I was watching a snuff film or like a porno that like nothing these main characters that was like or it was like a porno that didn't that I shouldn't be watching it was like way too far out into like the craziness and the depravity so like I don't even know dude this is something as far as like anime is concerned I don't even know what the fuck is going on here most of the time and you know it's again it's all just psychosis and oh, well hey uh, remember the time it's and it's like okay like perfect encapsulation of the anime I think is the uh, the the time where Sato goes to um that scenario writer class, that guy out in the hallway just fucking <laughs> happens on him and is like, oh, hey, man, you want to join this fucking script writing class? And Sato's like, fuck yeah. In the back of his mind, he's like self-aggrandizing himself. He's going to be like the greatest writer ever. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be the greatest writer ever. And, and as soon as he walks in, like the fucking, the, 
the the, uh, the 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 he, he writes the paper and the the instructor looks over his shoulder and kind of chuckles because he's writing a porno game <laughs> and it's kind of funny like how many people come into a scenario <laughs> writing class learn how to write porno games probably not many probably yeah, not many it's a scenario class right and it, they're probably going to be you writing don't really need that much of a story well they're probably going to be writing JRPG stuff and <laughs> like it it doesn't make any sense so then he gets mad when the fucking guy laughs at him and takes it as like a personal slight and then convinces himself that everybody's laughing at him when they're all just like who's this guy and what's he really doing right now so like yeah, i don't even know one of like, my favorite one-off scenes is that too where he runs off and he's like laughing when he runs off it's great it's weird dude <laughs> i don't know the whole thing the whole thing is weird as fuck and the whole thing just <laughs> like sure. he, he thinks all these people are like talking about them and like look at them and they're just like literally like dumb college kids like hey, what about this <laughs> and right. then like in his mind they're just like they're talking about me <laughs> right no and he just doesn't think he doesn't think about anything he assumes that it's already the way that it is yeah. and he just goes and gets mad as fuck and runs away but that's like an encapsulation of like what happens the whole anime like every time something every time he gets to a point where he's about to progress as a character he just self-sabotages himself, lies to himself, lies to somebody else, destroys his fucking credibility with people, just, hey, mom, by the way, this is my girlfriend. No, not, but, but she's really not his girlfriend, and, like, she, his mom figures it out, and, like, even fucking, what's her name, Misaki, lies for him, and, and the mom is still like, listen, yeah. you guys don't have to lie to me, and she's like, oh, I'm not lying at all. <laughs> yeah, worst girlfriend like, bitch, ever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's just going after lying for him and shit. Like, I mean, dude, like, like, I wonder how that, like, I, I, I think she just, like, wanted an excuse to pretend to be his boyfriend or whatever. She just, yeah, his girlfriend, <laughs> girlfriend, you mean? Yeah. But, yeah, she, uh, yeah, I, again, you know. So she was know, just like, sure, let's do this. It no, sounds you know, fun. You know exactly what it was, dude. Like, she just, <laughs> she, she needed the self-esteem. She didn't realize that her, she was trying to wrap up her feelings for him into this, like, mode of keeping herself, like, socially able to feel good about herself for a long period of time and she had to ask uh, her uh oh she had to ask him like four times to uh, like she was just really just throwing it out there right and he was just like avoiding it and right like, Wait a minute. well no he like just didn't even see her as an option <laughs> yeah. because he's so fucking dumb and like <laughs> so so dense and closed off to what's actually happening the fuck around him it's kind of frustrating, but it just, it's so weird, and it was just such a strange anime to watch, and I don't think there's any other anime, like, ever like it. I don't even think that I've ever seen any other cartoons or anything quite like this. The only thing I can think that I've ever seen like this is, like, Fight Club. It's like Fight Club. It, it really is, except here, he doesn't have, like, a mental disorder that creates another human being that goes over, goes off and takes over the world. He instead just kind of stays in his own bullshit and spins in his own little psychological fucked up world. Just like Tyler Durden, I'm not even sure if we ever get Ed Norton's character's real name in that or not. I don't know, I can't remember exactly, but even in that, he stays in his own little psychological world and sits and spins, and it's like this constant, like, like heavy, like, you know, just fucking grating feeling on you while you watch the movie because you don't really... You feel for this person. You don't really understand why all this crazy bullshit's happening to him. And then at the end, you realize, oh, shit, it was all his own doing. And instead of instead of it being, like, at the end when you realize it was all his own doing, it's all the time that you get to realize it was always Sato's own doing and it was always his own fault. It was why everything is always fucked up. And again, you know, 
hard to say I've ever seen in any kind of fucking narrative where the main character sits and defeats themselves over and over and over and over again. At least both times. And I mean, no, like, however many times, so, like, also, pro tip, if a girl ever fucking, if a girl that you ever had, like, a big, giant, like, romantic fling and connection with ever just randomly hits you up and comes back to you, it's because she still has feelings for you, and it's because she's having problems in a relationship, and P.S., you could probably have sex with that girl that night, (laughs) just saying it, you can hate me in the comments for it, call me a misogynist, but it is what it is, I've been there a million times, I know how it works. So it's just one of those things where, God damn it, she comes back to him, like, fucking twice. Twice. And is, like, throwing it at him. Throwing it at him. Like, just like, oh, you know, I really hate... I really hate how things are going with my boyfriend. I, You know, I just don't, I can't open up with anybody but you, Sato. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, that's fucking, yeah. that's, you may as well have a fucking person on like a runway. <laughs> fucking with like, you know, fucking airplane traffic cones. Waving <laughs> Sato to this girl's pussy. And it's just not fucking going anywhere. Because Sato's <laughs> fucking dense as fuck. And again, I've never seen Whoops. it. I don't know how many false starts I thought were in this anime where I was like, oh, okay, this is where they figure it out. Nope. <laughs> oh, okay, this is where Sato fucking pulls his head out of his ass. Nope. <laughs> oh, it's the end of the anime. They're going to fall in love and be together forever. Nope. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it just... Mmm, <laughs> it fucking... Well, they kind of leave the ending a really open to interpretation there. I don't think so. <laughs> Like, it could, like, because they don't really go into too much detail about what happens afterwards. You just know they're still going to that park. You don't know if they are really or made, like, an agreement to, yeah. like, maybe start slow or if they're just never going to be together. They don't really ever bring to light what happens between, like, them yeah. and, like, their relationship. Other than the fact that you know they're... The rules I've kind of flipped, and now True. he's teaching her shit, and, like, that's really and, a big difference. And you know what I'm going to say about all of that? Boy, isn't that convenient for them and not having to write an ending. Gee, isn't that really yeah. fucking convenient for this shit mess of a plot? They don't have to fucking... They don't have to write an ending for it now. Dude, I even went online and I was like, man, man, does anything happen after this? Is there an epilogue at all? Or like, nope. Not at all. Sato and, and Misaki just sit there and talk about fucking Freud. Oh, you want to hear some funny shit, though? Uh, sure. Uh, I think it's either in the manga or the book or something. You know how they, like, she goes to that cliff to, like, try to kill herself? I guess in a book, she tries to go to Sato's apartment and, like, hang herself in it or put in his oh apartment. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, dead ass. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, I was like, damn, that would have been even more hardcore. Kind I know, of. right? I think I would have liked, <laughs> I think I would have liked this anime a little bit more if that would have actually happened. That would have been interesting. Like, yeah, I'm going to go to his house and do it there. <laughs> <laughs> makes more sense I mean I, you know it makes a little bit more sense but at the same time they still picked a good place for her to do it in the anime like the place where her mom died her mom's like hi baby by the way I'm dead now <laughs> like dude no dude such craziness Trauma. and like I just don't I just don't understand like what the fuck they're doing with like all this anime like it's just like I don't get it. Like in a lot of ways, like, <laughs> I, I mean, still don't I, get it I still, I still liked it. I just, I just still don't get it. So anyway, naturally, naturally, we're gonna segue to number fourteen, which is. So do you think Sato and Misaki ever ended up getting married years after the story concluded? Wow, man, I'm really good at calling these questions right before they happen. <laughs> Sometimes it's, it's pretty, pretty impressive for me. No, there's, moment. it's really just like <laughs> the fact that like I like to build questions up and then oh, like gotcha. lead them into the next question, but. Fair enough. I'm going to let you do you over there. <laughs> All right, cool. Oh, God, I can't remember what the question was now. So do you think that Sato and Misaki end up getting married years after the story concludes? <laughs> I mean, it's got to at least be a couple of years. Um, 
Uh, yeah, maybe. I think they end up together in some kind of capacity, and whether or not be romantic or not, I think like they're probably in it for the long run. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right there. Um, I'm pretty sure, like, right there at the end, we get all that we need. Like, they don't really tell you anything about it, but their relationship continuing on after they, after he was like, no, get away from me, I don't want you to be around me anymore, because he was, like, too afraid of, like, what it would mean to be in a relationship, apparently. Uh, yeah, it was still kind, of, not it was quite kind clear. of a weird way to ask somebody out, too, I, I mean, just yeah, want to say. Yeah, yeah, there are definitely, don't ever take any relationship advice from this, from this anime, don't you dare do it, it's... If anything, just understand that you need to do the exact opposite of what Yamazaki does when the girl is at his apartment. Like, go ahead and show her how you're interested in all the things you're interested in. Don't be afraid of any of that bullshit. Wear it like it's a fucking badge of pride. But if she tells you she's okay, she does, that she doesn't like all of that stuff, but she's cool with you liking it, don't don't take it to the next level and be <laughs> like, oh, so you want me to put you in a tentacle rape porn, right, baby girl? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it, dude. I still can't believe he said that. Was great. Of all the things, like don't don't say <laughs> like just ask her the question and then like be like wait so just like ask her ask her the question like <laughs> like like she's messed up like wait a minute so are you saying all this because you want me to put you in one of the games and then when you say it like that she's gonna be like no not at all oh my god I don't even want to think about anything <laughs> like that oh no I would never want to be on any of those games and that's when you could be like hey, I was just kidding but you're kind of cute when you're flustered and then bam no. then you got her bam anyway. On to, on to more important things. Don't use contracts to ask people out. <laughs> exactly. And fucking just be about be about it. Put your bid in, and if she ain't about it, go find another auction, my guy. <laughs> anyway, so 15 is going to be, I think, this is probably my favorite question that I came up with in this whole thing. And uh, it is, is Sato really a hikikomori, or is he just a huge hypochondriac that thinks he is a hikikomori? Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't think he was, like, too bad of a Hikikomori because, like, he would go out, right? Like, if he was really a Hikikomori, like, that story wouldn't happen because he would have been smart and stayed the fuck home. Yep. And then everybody would have had a happy well, day. Okay, so, <laughs> and, and that's a good, that's that's good. I'm glad you said that because that leads me into basically all of what I was going to say about this. And that is, like, so we get to see what a real Hikikomori looks like in that anime, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot her, about what's, that, her fuck's, what's her fuck's brother <laughs> is, like, <laughs> No, somebody touched me <laughs> you know what i mean like freaking out like as soon as anybody comes in there and that's a real fucking hikikomori yeah, that, okay? was that was our real shit and like, and before that before that happened i was really trying to get into like understanding what hikikomori were anyway because you know we're not japanese we don't we don't know anything about that kind of a lifestyle even though i have come to find out that i know and probably knew in the past many hikikomori so you know it is what it is but at the same time I, I, I'm like, okay, you know, so he has this incredible social withdrawal. How come he can go outside? How come he can talk to people? How come he doesn't, like, fucking freak out when his neighbor talks to him and shit? And he would from time to time, but it's like this defense mechanism for him, and I'll explain. So the guy, what's-her-fuck's brother, the guy that played the little bear person in that little MMO online game that they had, right? <laughs> yeah. That guy was such a, was so extremely socially withdrawn that he couldn't be around people he couldn't fucking, like, actually function until his fucking survival depended on it. And that was what allowed him to pull himself out of that mental disorder, right? So we see Sato basically just exist as a regular human being who claims that they're a hikikomori to get out of doing things that he doesn't like to do. Because once again, he's a 
fucking liar. <laughs> he's been a fucking liar since he was a fucking kid. Calling it right here, straight up. And I think straight up that Sato, not really a hikikomori. Faking it to get out of his other responsibilities. It's just another lie for him to throw out wow. in a very convenient manner to like get that. out of his bullshit. Yeah, Straight up. I mean, I never thought he was like a true Hikikomori, but I never really thought of it that way because it seems like he wasn't questioning himself whether he was or not. Well, like, and he see, struggled with himself a lot. On exactly. That. And here, and here's the thing. Yeah, he struggled with himself. And, he, and sure, he struggled internally with himself when it came to living an honest lifestyle. He just couldn't be honest. He can't even be honest with himself. He has to lie to himself and tell himself that he's a Hikikomori because that's easier to him than actually standing up and being honest, being a man, taking a loss when it happens, Fucking taking the situation and turning it for you instead of against you, which he constantly does the opposite of. He turns it against him every single time by lying, by fucking it up, by being disingenuous, by just doing all this terrible shit. He just seriously, the guy is, from my my personal, un, completely untrained and no degree having a psychological ass opinion <laughs> over here, that motherfucker's lying. <laughs> he knows he's not a hikikomori. I mean, look at the suicide party. That motherfucker was the life of that party. He walked around and tried to talk to everybody. Tried, <laughs> went out of his way to socially interact with people. You know who doesn't <laughs> go out of their awkward. way? You know who doesn't go out of their way to socially interact with people? That motherfucker that's in the room <laughs> playing that MMO. As soon as he sees another person, he reads. You know what I mean? So, like... I don't think Sato was a hikikomori on any level. I think mean, he was a fucking liar and a hypochondriac. Oh, well, he was definitely a need at least. Yeah, okay, sure. At least on that level. But he doesn't have the extreme social withdrawal like he says he does. It's this thing that he keeps throwing up. And the funny thing about all of that is that, so if we look at him not really being a hikikomori and just being a liar, what does that tell you about Misaki? That the whole fucking thing that all of her existence is based upon is <laughs> a giant lie. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> it's a giant lie. The whole fucking thing. It's all a conspiracy. <laughs> it really is, isn't it? Oh my god. <sighs> Let's fuck your head up a little bit. Yeah, mm. I walk up. I walk outside and see road sign, and I'm like, is that a it's conspiracy? Nine Eleven was an inside job. <laughs> that sticker is still posted eight, by that tunnel down there. Eight, I'm sorry. Not. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> I meant to say. I meant to say eight twelve was an outside not job. <laughs> not job. <laughs> anyway. With a not job. I don't know I, what what Sato has. Unjob. <laughs> Unjob. Unemployed. But anyway, it just so again, I don't think he's a real Hikikomori. I think he's fucking. I think he's fronting. Tell us in the comments if you think I'm right or if I'm wrong about that. I'd like to hear some other uh, other opinions following the, the 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 state, the mental state of one Sato. But anyway, moving on to the next question. Would we even have a story here if Sato just told people the truth? <laughs> no. It wouldn't right. be fun. Uh, we also wouldn't have a story if you would have just stayed home like you said you would. <laughs> so I could just didn't leave the house. It was awesome. No, I think... I, uh, think... I don't know which outcome I like more, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. And it's like... It's it's just like Domon, right? This is like... This is the corollary between these two animes is that both of these main characters are dense as fuck. <laughs> And if Sato would have just told people the truth from the set, from the outset, he would have been having all of that sexy yeah. ass Hitomi for the rest of his life as his wife or girlfriend or whatever he wanted her as because she was down for it for some odd reason. <laughs> and then, you know, okay, let's go ahead and throw that out. If he was, let's, let's go back before that. If he was honest as a kid, he wouldn't have even started this whole, 
I, I can lie and have people fucking have my back and let me get out of it bullshit anyway. So he would have just been a better human being, better man. So no, there would not be a story here if Sato would have told the truth at all. It would just be gone. Another another Goodbye. another relation between G Gundam is they went with the power of love at the end. Yes, they did. Well, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> they did the same thing happen. I mean, basically, yeah. Yeah, it's like but stupid I love dense you. character. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking kill myself <laughs> instead. And they try to do this Romeo and Juliet thing, which is pretty funny. And it's just like, no, I don't. No, you don't kill yourself. I'll kill myself for you because I love you, baby. <laughs> It's the only way. Like, dude, you're <laughs> fucking retarded. So my whole thing about that was is if if she could blame him, like she'd have somebody to blame other than herself or some sh- or some fucked up logic. Is like the impression I got from the end. Yeah. I- <laughs> or he just straight up had like I can't tell if that was just straight like psychosis just taken over and it's just whatever after that or there was like some logic there. I don't know, dude. I don't know <laughs> I any of it. That out yet. I don't know. I don't get. I don't. I don't I understand. I think that's also kind of open to interpretation. How sure. you want to see that? The ending, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And I think that's that's probably a good way of putting it. But again, see, I just think yeah, a psychotic episode was just like oh, yeah. crazy and we jump off this cliff. No, now. it's just again, it's one of those delusions. <laughs> it's one of those delusions to help him to help him escape from his reality. It's pretty much just he's just always in a delusional state. He's always convincing himself that things are bad when they're not bad, or that they're good when they're not good. It just, it's just not. It's, Sato just doesn't live his life in the truth. And I think that if Sato would have just told the truth, like we would have, he would have just had a much better life. He would have just had a much better time. He would have had a lot, a lot of fun times with, with sexy Asatomi. <laughs> he would have had even. And again, if he didn't do that, he would have had a lot even more times with weird ass Masaki. <laughs> like I know, I know she's creepy and a stalker, but. That's the kind of bitch that's down for you, even when a hurricane hits and will like clean your home and like rebuild your house and shit for you. So there's, there's some, there's some value there. And if you can, if you know, if you can get her to back up off of you and give you your space and shit, if you can teach her how to do that, that's a good woman right there, man, for real. It's a good person, man. Not even a woman, just a good person. But anyway, you know, she's still a stalker and she's still weird and she still needs to devalue other people to fucking make herself raise up. So. Ugh. So there's a lot to work on there, but still, there's there's some good things and some bad things. But the point is, is if Sato would have just fucking owned it and would have just been honest, there would have been no Hikikomori Sato. We would have never been welcome to the NHK ever, <laughs> ever. So moving on to a little bit more further character analysis here, is there anyone more intense than Yamazaki, like ever in all of anime? Dude, like I can't think of. I don't even think. I mean, like, I've seen some very intense anime characters, and I think Yamazaki's right the fuck up there with the best yeah, of them, Yeah, he's, dude. like, always yelling. He's great. That's why I dude, love him now. yeah, like, he's fucking <laughs> hilarious. I love me some Yamazaki, too, even though he's a self-defeating like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, his intensity is, like, the whole reason that, that uh, uh, Sato even gets anything done in the first place. Right, yeah. You're living with me now. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so, it, like, most people's knobs for intensity, right? Most people's knob for intensity goes from 0 to 10. Yamazaki's knob is always broke and on 12. <laughs> always. It's always on 12 out of 10. And he just doesn't fucking care. He's just always, like, yelling at the top of his lungs. I think some of my favorite <laughs> fucking scenes in this anime were drunk Yamazaki. Dude, yeah. <laughs> like, I think drunk hey, Yamazaki. Shit. Yeah, right? Shit dip. <laughs> he calls him shit dip. Shit dip. <laughs> I think he meant to say dip shit and it came yeah. out backwards. Shit uh, but they were just like, fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> but no, it, it uh, like Yamazaki in general just just is is just funny as fuck, especially when he's drunk. Like I feel he's I, also an alcoholic. Yeah, they don't the, talk I about think, that very much. I think the time that I actually the, one of the only times I ever actually felt bad for him as a character was like when he came home like really drunk, 
like the after him and Nanako had that big fight after he very creepily had his friend film that very awkward scene between him and Nanako <laughs> when he came home drunk from that and he wouldn't quite talk to Sato about his feelings that's when you got to figure something's pretty big there and he's pretty fucked up about it so I kind of felt bad for him there I mean I've definitely been in those moments where I fucked things up with women and got drunk as fuck and was just kind of sulking and sent stupid text messages to people I never should have fucking talked to and all sorts of hilarious fucking <laughs> cringe moments from my past of not knowing how to deal with women. <laughs> we could do it. We could do it. We could easily do it. And it, there's a lot of fucking fun and not so, not so uh, fun to tell for me anyway, <laughs> stories in there. But it's, uh, you know, but you got to love Yamazaki though. I think of all of the characters like, Outside of Puru Puru Pururin, um, there is nobody else. <laughs> it's got to be Yamazaki. He's probably the best character outside of Puru Puru Pururin. And I think that... But it's hard to top Magical Cat Girl who rides a fucking vacuum cleaner like she's fucking it. So, there's that. <laughs> and anyway, I think this is... Yeah, this is the final question. Number 18. What's the best song on this OST, and why is it Puru Puru Pururin's theme song? Oh, I don't think it was that. I you think don't? it was Hitori Bochi. <laughs> I'm not even but sure which it, one is that. It's one of the ones. It has that false cadence in it. It's It plays a lot. And, like, they only do it with the words, like, one time. But they only really run the entire song one time in the whole anime. But, like, they kind of take clips from it here and there and, like, without the lyrics and play it. But mm. it's, like, a, one of those background songs. I was. I don't think I'm familiar with it off the top of my head. It's not the one from yeah. the title sequencer. The not the one from the the, nah. the episode select screen. No, nah, it's actually like one in there, and, and that and the. Uh, ba, ba, da, ba. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I like that. That's my second favorite, and then we'll put that one third. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that the Puru 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 Dean song is amazing. It was. It's seriously still stuck in my head. Like every now and then, like I'll still just be doing something, and I'll hear the dun 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 dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like the fucking the chord the pro- chord progression that plays before she starts singing, and the chord progression that never stops playing even after she starts singing. So <laughs> it's such a stupid like cookie cutter like pop song, dude. It's just like pretty sure it's like one four five one four five four five. I'm pretty sure is what the what the chord progression is. So it's pretty pretty dumb pop stuff, you know what I mean? Pretty easy, pretty easy stuff, and it's just it's just so gaudy and and dumb, and I love it. Like it grew on me. I hated it so much. <laughs> I hated Pudurine, Pudu Pudu Pudurine, the character. I hated the song, all of it. As soon as I saw this anime, but then, as I understood like where the anime was taking that whole like idea of even having that be a thing in the first place, then I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Okay, I like this anime now. We can we can actually look at this in a serious light and not just destroy this anime all day long. Just based on Purin? Oh, you didn't like Purin? Uh, not at first, but I mean now I would I would throw I would throw the, throw a hot dog down that magical hey, cat Purin girl hallway. Is, is a very important character, especially towards the end. Yeah, well, she becomes one of his shoulders to cry on. Yeah, sort of, and one of his one of his uh, advice filled appliances. Yeah, and remember, Purin is an appliance. Yes, she's a vibrating body pillow. Yeah. Which is an appliance, a very convenient one. <clears throat> Although I wouldn't know. But yeah, you know. In the cut to Yamazaki, like humping this fucking body pillow, like <laughs> every other episode. The one with the, the scene where he's like crying on it and shit. Like, oh my god. With all of the, all of the fucking ridiculously, like, I mean, his room is like a 15 year old boy's paradise. Like, I swear to god, it really is. Like, his, 
his entire room is just like if you could set up like the perfect room for like a 15 year old who liked anime yamazaki's room 100 percent. any 15 year old walking here would just be like immediate like is this the holy land just immediate boner like they would just <laughs> they would never they wouldn't be able to walk around they would just pull all the shit off the shelves and get sensory overload and then never be turned on by another woman ever again never another <laughs> real life woman ever again which by the way that's where that's where people like yamazaki and and sato are headed ps like there's uh there's been a lot of crazy like uh, psychological studies done on the effects of pornography in the brain and uh, you can actually train your own sexual like desires to not be rooted in real life women you cannot Wow. achieve an erection with real women you can break your brain like that so i can't have a 2d girlfriend yeah but it's not going to get you anywhere <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's also not right. going to like it's not going to do a lot of the bad things but it's also not going to do any <laughs> of the good things all right let's get some 2d girlfriends right I mean, get some cat girls <laughs> oh man this is this this episode took a weird turn <laughs> yeah man I, is this the, is this the samurai is this like, the oh. samurai pizza cats episode <laughs> Anyway, Samurai Pizza Cats caused this anime. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but no, like, so you can, so there's a lot of bad things that come from like overconsumption of porn and not actually talking to real life girls. So if you, uh, if you're watching this today and there's a girl you like, just, just tell her you like her, put your bid in. And if she rejects you, remember there are many other girls. And there are girls out there that are going to like you. You just got to find them. But anyway, the, 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 the big, I think the big takeaway from, from this final question here on the soundtrack is the soundtrack is just great, man. I mean, like, that's probably the best yes. part about this anime, I would say, is that the soundtrack is just amazing. Like, the story's, story is whatever the fuck it is. The characters are, you know, okay, and, and I w they, okay. Would, they would be better if I could, if, if, I, didn't, if I didn't fucking hate them for the <laughs> yeah. stupid choices they made. I hate all of them. Ah, guys, yeah, yeah, that's what I was just about to say. This this <laughs> anime should be posted in the Reddit subreddit. Thanks, I hate it because it just. <laughs> oh, I love it. I look into that. I, I love it, but I hate it. Like, oh, dude, thanks, I hate it. It's a great Reddit subreddit, dude. It's a good, good thing, good things to be found there. But like, you know, the soundtrack's great, and they might make you like be feel uncomfortable and like you're not, like you're not actually watching things you should watch. But at least they're gonna make you. You know, I feel like you're listening to good music the, the entire time. So at least there's there, that. There is some good. And you can find the soundtrack on, like, YouTube or whatever. There right. is a few songs on that soundtrack, however, that are banned in America to be played on YouTube. Or you have to, like, use a VPN and pretend <laughs> you're, like, in, I don't know, Romania or some shit. Then you can listen to the full soundtrack. But there's only, like, two songs you're not allowed to listen to. That's stupid. On YouTube here in America. So, so you I just, have to kind of have to do a little digging to, like, yeah. be able to listen to them. Have fun with that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to say right now that uh, we here at the Webinar do not agree with region locking. We think region locking is the stupidest shit in the world. Bullshit. Yeah. I mean, if you make something, okay, cool. Everybody should be able to experience that. And beyond that, like, fuck companies that just want to grab other people's IPs and not then, like, you know, put them out there and publish them and make them pay an, exorb an exorbitant fee without actually letting them do it on their own. Like, these people should be able to put their own things out. Like, just because Netflix and these American companies say we can't watch shit in America that's not licensed here, fuck that, man. There's the world fucking, the, what is it, the... The internet? The, 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 the WIPO, right? Like, the World Interne Intellectual Property Organization. I think that's what they're called. Uh, so there's, like, there are big-time, like, trademark organizations out there that will make sure people get protected. And plus, I mean, last I checked, I think the FBI's been shutting down every fucking torrent website 
for the last 10, 15 fucking years. So they're like, trying. They sure are or trying. Keep popping up, though. <laughs> so, I mean, it is what it is. But, you know, at the end of the day, that, that wraps up all of our questions here. I don't know if anybody uh, in the in the in the in the out there's has a question for us. If if, uh, if so, go ahead and type it in the chat. If not, um, send drop us an email for the next one. But if uh, before we reveal the next anime, um, <clears throat> wait a minute, I don't know what the next. Let's anime talk. Is. Yeah, you don't. I actually decided last night what it was. So uh, before we get there, is there are there any other things you want to talk about about this anime? Uh, I know so there's a couple you know, things. I briefly talked about the ending and like I was kind of open okay. towards the end there. Okay, let's talk about the ending. <clears throat> but I, I say like we already kind of I think we covered most of that already. Like he goes to this place right and like is whether or not he has like really a psychotic breakdown or not or if that's him just trying to give her something to blame if there's like any really reason behind it other than the fact that he's just fucking insane. <laughs> <sighs> and the cell phone bomb. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 in the beginning of the anime, like, it's literally the end of the anime, they just kind of, like, throw that in there, but, like, a weird fucked up perspective of it, and then right. you get to the end of the anime, but it's, like, that, but real life. Yep. <laughs> well, Sato's fucked up version of what real life is, anyway. And that crazy song in the intro, with the, with the noises, with, like, the horror noises. Right. It's a good song. <laughs> but it's I feel like, awesome. I feel like that ending, like, they did a lot of, um... Oh, God. Like, I mean, very scenic, like, with the cliff. And the, this is, again, these are things that happen a lot in these Japanese cultures. People go to these windy cliffs and fucking kill themselves for whatever reason. I don't know. I don't really understand suicidal thoughts or tendencies or anything like that. So can't really speak on it. But, you know, um, I, I definitely know that apparently it's a big thing in Japan. And um, <clears throat> it's cool that they portrayed um, the subculture like that in a way. I mean, even though, like kind of fucking subculture is killing yourself my guy like that's probably <laughs> probably not one that's gonna last for very long right so uh, but either way you know beyond like what it means like as a subculture i think that like the way that they portrayed that and many of the other various like subcultures like the 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 the, the, the gal game fucking addicts and shit and like the like all oh, of the yeah. like the socially retarded guys that like try to get with women but women laugh at them behind their back and shit like <laughs> I'm super glad that so at the same, so this anime might be very uncomfortable and it might be very oh well I'm not sure if I should be watching this snuff film kind of vibe but at the same time this anime is very red pilled yeah they are snuffing these characters hard well, they really are and and it, this anime is very red pilled and at the same time like you might be like oh Bill what are you talking about like don't look to you know media for the truth and things like it's a it's a fucking anime there aren't it's not supposed to be real there aren't things that are real here. And to you, I say that the best, and to you, I would say, is art imitating reality or is reality imitating art? That is an age-old question <laughs> like that it. nobody has really ever been able to answer. And my guy, this is one of those instances where they're both imitating each other because there's a lot of reality here from a psychological standpoint. And there's also a lot of um, artistic expression in the... Um, the mediums that they choose to use and the level of like illustration that they use with a lot of this stuff like sato's fucking psychological breaks and shit like that yeah it's great really artistically done yeah, like really almost like space dandy like artistic like sequences and shit like that i don't know if it's on that level of like excellence that space dandy is right. but it's still this was back when they were still hand drawing a lot of shit though yeah the, the animation style actually reminds me of a lot of like Samurai Shampoo because right. it was like it was like the sixteen nine ratio, but it was everything was still hand drawn, so there was like a lot of like abstract stuff thrown in there, like right. like suddenly just seemed like these anime characters were just like 
fucking blobs basically with like right. lines for their mouth right and during like <laughs> doing like the action sequences and shit they're fucking their their limbs take on really weird like shapes and shit yeah yeah, yeah. so i mean you know the, it has a little bit of that like old school charm to it also i think you're right about that but it's still somehow it, they still were smart enough to put it in 16 by 9 thank you because <laughs> good lord like i mean a lot of the time like uh, when we watch these things, like we, we watch them on like my PS4, like we'll watch the Blu-rays and most of this old anime that we've watched, like, cause I think everything we've watched up to this point has been in, uh, so Space Dandy was in 16 by nine and Steins Gate was in 16 by nine. So I guess half and half, we've watched half the things are in four, three and half of the things are in 16 by nine. So it was kind of hard That's to watch, balance. like the Soul Taker. I mean, anyway, just because it was just because it was bad. Screen. Really? Huh. Yeah, Soul, Soul Taker was the first. Oh, you're right. It was it, the first yeah, HD. Yeah, it was thing a... ever. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So yeah, so I mean, Soul Taker. So yeah, so Soul Taker was just hard to watch because it was bad. So that's that's just that. But <laughs> like you know, this one I wouldn't say again. I would not say this anime is bad on any level. I don't think it's. I don't think it's particularly. I think it might just be. It's just hard for me to look at this and say that I really, really enjoyed it because of the things about it that I didn't enjoy, which is kind of a fucking arbitrary thing to say, I suppose. But, like, at the same time, it's, it's the truth because, you know, you, you'll want to root for it. It's a good anime. It's, it's definitely not bad, but the characters are just so fucking hard to root for. And, it, and I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't even necessarily think I need good characters in an anime for it to be good, personally, but... What the fuck, man? Like, I just... Uh, this is just, like, a head-scratcher. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know what to rate this anime. Even. <laughs> right, like, I've seen it twice, and I still don't know what the fuck to rate but, but, it. Like, you're watching it, and then, like, you think, like, oh, this is probably going to happen. Like, oh, I've seen anime before, and right. it's going to happen next. No. Not. No. Like, yeah, th anything you think you know about <laughs> anime, you can just kind of throw out the window with this one. Although, there still are many of the... Like, they yeah. still do the cicadas. They still do, oh, like, yeah, the... Sure. the the fucking the the hot springs episode and all that horse yeah, shit they yeah, do yeah, all yeah. of the and if you're a hikikomori and you're into rogue games uh, you might not like this anime <laughs> yeah it might hit the nail a little bit too hard on the head for you but it could be the the um the 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 uh the you know the the, the eye-opening experience that you need if you're if you're a hikikomori and you're listening to my voice right now trust me that when i say that like being involved with people at least on some level is way better than being isolated trust me i know from personal experience but um the thing is is that like <laughs> this anime i feel like all of the good stuff it does it shoots itself in the foot and like just kind of takes it away from itself but it, it shoots itself in the foot in such an entertaining way <laughs> you know what i mean like, like, how, like how hard and fast I, yeah. dude it's like a, yeah. you're really just watching a train crash yeah like pretty much episodes pretty much and like it starts right away like <laughs> No, I mean, episode three, right? Like, they hit you with, like, some really, like, like they're taking pictures of little girls and shit in episode yeah. three. Like, this is a yeah. episodes in. I actually could not, the first time I watched this, I got to the third episode, and then I was like, I might come back to that later, which eventually I did, but, like, I actually dropped it for a while after that, because I was just like, wow, whatever this is, I was not ready for it. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think anybody was ever ready for this, like, on any level. I don't think any person who ever watched this was just like, eh, okay, whatever. <laughs> Like, I mean, no, if you really watch this and really pay attention to it, it's really going to, like, head fuck you. It's like Fight Club. It's like, it's fucking like Fight Club. It really is, but without... I, I gotta rewatch Fight Club. It's, it's, this. it's like Fight Club, but with a different mental disorder. Like, the main character has, instead of having, like, um, paranoid delusional schizophrenia, 
with multiple personality disorder like Edward Norton's character has. Uh, Sato here is just really like a hypochondriac and a sociopathic liar who has convinced himself in his own mind that he is a hikikomori, but he actually is not a hikikomori. He's just a bad person who is, well, I wouldn't really call him a bad person. He's just a lazy person who doesn't want to put the work in and finds ways to make it okay for him to live in mediocrity and be okay with that. And a lot of people do that regularly and don't have any psychological disorders, by, supposedly. <laughs> so, like, you know, it is what it is, man. Like, self-sabotage, low self-esteem, that's all all sort of stuff that just happens like that. And I get it, you know, like, they wanted to portray that. They wanted to shine a light on the dark, darker side of the human condition and all that fun, grandiose bullshit. But, man, oof. Again, I swear, I don't think I've ever felt more uncomfortable <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, in, an, in watching an anime than I did this. Like, it really was just, it was just uncomfortable, man. It was just... It, dude, it really was, you know what movie it reminds me of? Like, have you seen that new Joker movie yet? Like, no. I got, like, watching the NHK, like, it, that new Joker movie gave me, like, the same uncomfortable feeling this does, like, the whole time <laughs> you're watching it. Like, you're just in this state of just being just uncomfortable as fuck with what's happening in front of you. You're just like, oh, God. Mm. <laughs> like it's just all bad and like you know, like you want to root for them but you know you just know this is about to end badly like right like there's just no way this is going to end well even though you want it to right dude no and, <laughs> and, and you would think and, and i guess that's cool i'm glad I'm, I'm glad that the new joker movie is like that that makes me want to watch that movie because i like movies that are like that and i like head fuck movies i like the, the textbook mind screw that's some of my favorite shit like I love those kind of tropes, and I love it when when anime and and film and all of those other things use those tropes. But this is definitely one of those weird instances where I don't even know what the like they. So this is like you know how in Cowboy Bebop, like how like all of the title sequences where it says like blah 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 blah, and they would create a new genre that would do the thing that no other genre ever did before. Blah, 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 blah. You know that you know what I'm talking about? This is like what that was actually talking about. Like Cowboy Bebop wasn't really a new genre in my opinion. Like it was fucking, it's space noir. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, we've seen plenty of that. Yeah, and I mean before and since, but like it just like this is a whole ass different thing. This is just like psychoanalysis the anime like except like nobody ever gets better and every, except for the main except, except for all the <laughs> yeah nobody in the main character story wins like and you know like i realized after watching this the second time that i had heard about this anime from people before and i don't i don't remember exactly who told me i, I think i know who it is but i don't remember and like I don't remember if it was him or not. If it's a person that I think told me about this anime, then they are a big-time sad boy, always depressed, always downtrodden, and I'm pretty sure this person told me that this was, like, the best anime they'd ever seen in their life. Because I remember him describing the story to me, and he was like, oh, yeah, it's about this fucking young girl that falls in love with this guy who's, like, socially retarded, and, like, he, he they both end up trying to kill themselves at the end, and it's, like, some Romeo and Juliet love story. It's beautiful. And now I remember watching this and I think like, Pretty dude, ugly. like, I don't, yeah, beautiful is not a word I would use for fucking almost anything in this anime. I mean, uh, even like the titty jiggle physics in this anime, I feel like they're pretty good, but I wouldn't call them beautiful. So at the same time, like, I don't know, dude, like, it's just, this anime is just such a, such a unique piece of like fucking artwork, dude. Like, I don't even know what to call it. Like I, beyond like what, you know, what genres and subgenres it fits into. So who the fuck knows? Like, <clears throat> so were there anything else? Were there any other things you wanted to discuss before we move on? Well, the music. We got the 
beginning, the, the, the camera taking, oh, Yamazaki running home crying, holding a camera. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the pyramid scheme. Oh, yeah, don't join pyramid schemes. Yeah. If you see any company that has a logo that's shaped like a pyramid, I would be wary of that. And P.S. Any hot <laughs> and P.S. Any hot girl with big boobs that's immediately into you, you ask her what she's trying to get out of you. Like, don't you just fucking sit there and smile and think she wants to bang you? Because hey, that's hey, hey. that's it. That's over for you. You're done. You're uh, a mark. You're you're done. So, so let me ask you this: um, Have you ever gotten a message from somebody you went to high school with about a pyramid scheme before in real life? Yes, yes. I have. <laughs> Not only have I done that, but actually, like one of my <laughs> I would say one of my favorite, like, all-time girlfriends that I've ever had, like, actually came from that. She sent me a message and was like, hey, I want to talk to you about the benefits package that I represent. And I'm like, baby girl, the benefits package that you represent? Are you a hooker now? What happened to you? And she started dying laughing in the chat and was like, no, 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 no. It's for this company that I work for. See, so you do this and you do that and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, okay, like, this all sounds like way too much to type why don't you just come over to my house real quick and you can tell me all about it <laughs> p.s she never got through finishing what she was trying to tell me about and we ended up dating after that it was a good time she was a good girlfriend man and like <laughs> but at the same time like the pyramid scheme thing yeah dude don't you ever dare if anybody from high school ever messages you talking about a pyramid scheme just say no thank you no thanks uh, I was asking because that's actually happened to me. I still have the message on my Facebook. I never actually <laughs> opened the message. I seen like what I could see from the thing, then mm -hmm. I was like, "Oh, I already know what that is." Right, <laughs> right. Where you kind of like I'm gonna bring it up after this. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a where you can read the preview, <laughs> yeah. where it's just like, "Hi," you know. And it was this girl I went to high school with too, and I was just like, "Wow." No, <laughs> like, there this was, shit actually does that shit does happen in real yes, life. Yes, it really does. <laughs> and there was another there's another girl that messaged me out of the blue one time, like trying to get me to like sign a petition or some horse shit. And like I don't even remember. This was back before I had any kind of game, so like I didn't I wasn't as slick with pulling her off the internet and turning into a girlfriend or anything, but like she was like, Hi, uh, do you do, do you care about this, this, this and this? And I'm like derp this is a hot girl talking to me and i'm just happy to have the attention so sure i'll answer her and i started talking to her and she was just like oh yeah well by the way like uh do you want to sign this petition for this uh, for this this resolution and that resolution for this and i'm like no no thanks but like p.s man if the girl hits you up you better find out what she's trying to hit you up about because you might just be a mark <laughs> But yeah, man, like, oh, good Lord. I think that, like, they, they did a good job with that, like, showing how hard it was for her, like, that particular character. Yeah, and I think looking back on it, I think that's probably the only character I feel bad for. Because, yeah. like, her, well, her parents died or whatever the fuck, yeah, right? Her, yeah, her parents died and her brother is, like, a yeah. complete piece of shit. So, so like... she, had to, she had to put those <laughs> giant titties on a, fucking, on, a, on a fucking waitress table and fucking be in a maid outfit. God, that picture was great. <laughs> and she had some giant so she i think her tits were the only ones we really ever got to see like full-on titty except for hitomi's yeah. in, in sato's fucked up sex dream about yeah. her whichever one it was but like you know i think that at the end of the day you know sato and all of them like they self-defeat they do all these bad things they try they try their damnedest to make it through but they just don't do it. like sato doesn't go anywhere and i feel like them doing that is just such a strange move and a strange card yeah. to play for any kind of anime, you know? So weird. This is definitely, so I guess let's move on to like the end. So let's, let's start to wrap things up here. What would you, what would you rate this anime? Five out of five. A five out of five. 
Yeah, because there's nothing else out there like it. Fair so enough. I have to, I have to give it the the coveted five out of five, just the because coveted like coveted five out of five. Just because there really isn't mm. anything, there's anything that can like you can compare it to, like what Fight Club. Fight Club, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, how many comparisons have we actually figured out? Yet? Just Fight Club. <laughs> I mean, Fight like Club, the Joker. only like yeah. shit that's not even anime. Like no. I'm trying to think of another anime. Like I really can't. And it's like really like <laughs> cerebral shit too, like stuff that's like you know that, that that that's not normal. That's presented in a very like bass backwards kind of way. <laughs> But dude, so here's my rating for this. I'm gonna give it a question mark, question mark out of ten, because I really just don't. I don't even. I'm still scratching my head over here. Like I'm still trying to make sense of all of it. Like I mean, I get the, I get the plot. Like I, I mean, I understand everything that happens, but I just don't. I don't really just don't know how I feel about it. Like it, I just have such a mixed feeling on it. I'm serious. I'm just gonna question mark, question mark, question mark this bitch really fast. And just deal with Prefer it. Prefer not to answer. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like yeah, that's 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 where I'm gonna come at it from. And I feel like you know, again, great effort though, and it's it's a good anime. Like don't 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 uh, those of you out there watching, don't think that I'm rating this poorly because I can't give it a rating. I like this anime. I like it. I I like the bad things about it. I feel like the the again like all the characters shooting themselves in the foot like they do it in such an entertaining way it makes it worthwhile to watch them shoot <laughs> yeah. themselves in the foot. It's a so, show. That's awesome. Like it just it just ends up being a very entertaining piece of like a ramshackle mess of a story where this girl is just like oh you're a, you're a worse person than me how come how, how why don't I just use you for my self esteem okay <laughs> cool this seems like a pretty strong <sighs> plan. <sighs> So like I don't know, man. Like the characters don't really pay any good any any real mind to their situations until like it's too late and shit. Anyway, so you know, long story short, it's all good. So okay, so so moving on from the ratings, which uh, so who's your who, who's your two D waifu in this one? Who, who are you taking home? Poo-poo-rin. Poodoo, 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 poodoo. Yeah. She's, she's, she's the official 2D waifu. She's soft like jelly. I think that's what they say anyways. All I know is that... <laughs> soft like pudding. On a, all is she I know, pudding? I dude, just remembered no. a pudding scene. With emails like all the flying puddings everywhere. All I know is that emails aren't enough for girls. <laughs> they want your voice in their voicemail box. <laughs> that's all I know from, from the lyrics of that Poodoo-Poodoo-Poodoo-Dean song. But no, okay, so I think... Okay, so if we're going to go magical girls, like, yeah, Poodoo-Poodoo-Poodoo-Dean is the official... Weebin our choice it's unanimous for white for waifu from this anime but i'm gonna go if we're gonna go non-magical girl i'm gonna go with that hitomi just because oh, just because i like crazy girls with big tits that play cards but that's just me <clears throat> anyway so uh now that we're now that we're done with all of that stuff yeah, um, right. I, I, if i had to pick one that wasn't Go ahead, pick one. Oh, you run? Oh, uh, yeah. If I had to pick one that wasn't magical girl, I would say Misaki just because free food all the time. Just because free food all the time, free food and yeah. free manga. So, yeah. uh, so then finally, uh, there was nothing else. I don't think there's any other thing. So we got all, we hit all of the marks, hit all the bases of all the stuff we usually talk about. So, so tell us your thoughts on Welcome to the NHK in the comments, if you would please. We'd love to hear from you, or if you would uh, have a suggestion. We'd also love to hear it. We uh, we're always looking for new anime, good or bad, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> if you like this, please make okay, sure to like bad. and subscribe for more content. And uh, speaking of more content, this next time uh, we're gonna be doing the ever classic Trigun. We're gonna actually pick something good this time and just roll <laughs> what with are you it. Saying? What are you trying to say? <laughs> I mean, like actually traditionally good anime. So. <laughs> Like, this anime is uh, heralded as one of the best by a lot of other people. And um, I think you might find we have a similar opinion, but you might not find we have a similar opinion. I guess you're just going to have to wait till next time. 
Until then, like I said, uh, you can catch us on Anchor, YouTube, and um, for those of us who are, for for those of you who are still watching, we're actually about to be going right over to Twitch and playing more uh, more Japanese RPGs. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks uh, thanks for those of you who watched, and uh, we'll be back next time with Trigun. Until then, <laughs> yeah, be good, be easy, and we'll see you next time. Bye.